Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Cozy Cassette. Uh, in lieu of some recent events, namely R. Kelly and that Leaving Netherlands uh, documentary on HBO, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking about who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Okay, look, HBO don't need my shout out. Leaving Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, just got to get the fuck out of the Netherlands. God, this is going to be a great episode, huh? I can already tell. We're going to be talking about. Uh, separating art from the artist. Um, now, this is a topic that like is a little bit touchy because uh, some people like to feel like they have some sort of weird attachment to artists, so they want to defend the fuck out of them. So, if you have problems with what we say here, send them directly to me at shovethemupyourass.com. Or like uh, send, we, send them to you. Yeah, yeah, an Instagram account. Don't please don't do yeah. that. Please don't do that. I don't want to talk to any of you. That's just, that's just, I'm sorry. But like, if you actually have a problem with this, and I, this is my honest to God recommendation. Just let the podcast play out. I need the plays. I'm like, I'm really struggling. <laughs> and just go off, like do something else. Put it on mute. I don't really care. I just want to play. I, all I need is really, all I need is like a minute. And then like mm. iTunes and Spotify will count that towards me. Okay. <laughs> so thank you. So, what do you guys think? I mean, when you talk about art, should should you have to consider like the artist and the person who made it? When I guess not even just critiquing, but just having that uh, inclination to listen and to support that person. I I don't, I don't believe this like is the a yes or no answer. Like I I agree or disagree. I feel like yeah, it's more nuanced. Than that. The quality quality of the art itself should be like unrelated to the artist but what you take away from the art like the emotions you feel or whatever i think they 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 should be attached to the artist so like in 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 a way you you should separate the artist and the art but like when it comes to actually feeling the art or you know enjoying it in like in a non-objective you know sort of non-objective way you should like you uh you shouldn't separate them See, that's interesting because I would I would mostly agree with you on a lot of that, but where it becomes a little bit difficult for me, and I'm not talking about specifically music or anything. I'm talking about any any medium here. When you have an artist who does create and put out something, you know, like a product or whatever, a song, a painting, uh, a statue, whatever the fuck they're putting out, right? Because of the nature of how humans work, something of the artist had to go into them to make that. I mean, whether it be like past experiences or actions or dreams and hopes, whatever it might be, you know, there is something that leaves the artist and enters that artwork. So completely separating the artist, I feel like would almost diminish the art in a certain in a, in a way in a way not like a hundred percent but it does diminish in a way because i mean let's take hip-hop music for example right if and this this is a lot of artists get a lot of shit for this because if they're not considered quote-unquote you know real hip-hop artists or real street guys then it because it does kind of diminish their work at least in the eyes of some viewers right a lot of people a lot of people won't care 
but that's but that but that's about like that's a content issue like that's that's you're talking about stuff that regardless of morality and how you feel about those actions you're talking about stuff that you don't actually do and so it's like a fraud thing like you're just a phony yeah but you separated the art from the artist and it shouldn't matter well somewhat yeah i agree i guess on that in, in that regard sort of but um i mean at that point like do you is there then do you have to separate like where is there any sort of threshold for that that you like is just unacceptable for you like a level of like disingenuousness um for me i don't know i it i don't want to take this on a case by case and i don't want to make any sort of blanket statement here because i think it is very situational it would just it's just it's sometimes it's sometimes it's incredibly situational right but in a in a general sense let me say this when you have an artist who creates something, right? It should be, I guess, real to them in a way. So if, if they, for some reason, you know, want to push a persona or want to act a certain way or want to have this image of themselves out there, then that's their prerogative, right? The problem with it comes when just if an artist is presented with facts that, that contradict that, I don't think an artist should try to lie and like say, no, 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 you know, this is all real. This is, you know, 100%. This is my life because that just ends up diminishing the art again, right? Yeah. Well, l let me just say one thing. Like I, for me personally, and a lot of, I think like pretty much the, the bulk of this podcast is going to be like our own personal feelings. We're not like, we're not saying that that's just the, what we're saying here isn't the right way to perceive this thing. It's just, yeah, you're a human being. You should come up with your own thoughts and ideas. I'm not here to tell you how to think. Yeah. We're just opening it up to discussion. And, but like, I don't enjoy an artist who I feel is just a persona. Like, obviously, I recognize that the way an artist conducts themselves in the public eye versus when they're in the privacy of their own home or with their friends or family or whatever is going to be different. But, you know, I like to imagine that to an extent, they are still pretty much the same person. Like, at least what, from a musical standpoint, especially, I mean, there isn't really much else where, like, you're consuming too much of the artist outside of the art and, like, music. And I guess you could say, like, actors... But like, like, I just, I don't know. I, uh, music seems like such a personal experience with an artist. Like the matter of disingenuity aside, I personally feel like in like, especially cases of great works of art, not like I said, like the greatest works of art, but like, you know, even like songs that make it double platinum or whatever. Just like above and beyond. Yeah. Doesn't have to be perfect. I feel like I, I personally feel like the artist is part of the content of the art. Yeah. I feel like the the knowing the context behind the the artist itself, like the whatever whatever struggles they had, how they see the world or whatever, makes like puts a, a much bigger impact in the work of art than just, you know, seeing a a a random song or like a random piece of uh, work or something like that. 
Still like the artist's background. Yeah. Like, gives it a much bigger impact. No, yeah, because, I mean, depending on where the artist, you know, comes from, and I'm not saying, like, you know, like, geographically or whatever, I'm just saying, that, like, their background, their art could symbolize a lot more than, it, like, it might seem on the surface level. Yeah, definitely. The art could actually be pointing to a greater problem. I mean, a lot of people would criticize hip-hop music for glorifying and perpetuating certain false images of like gang affiliation and drug abuse and all these other negatives. It's like, what about just like the structural issue that the vast majority of these rappers had little to no option, but to do the two things that you dislike, which is rap and rap about these things. And some artists, some artists transcend that. I mean, you do see artists who like, like a Kendrick Lamar who talks, who earlier in the music would talk about, just the struggle of growing up and then now he's transcended into more institutional problems and he wants his he uses a platform at least to talk about change and that's kind of interesting to see in the kendrick lamar situation though i think there's a, just a distinct uniqueness to it in that he he never glorified really like yeah he's had, you know he had like certain songs that were like you know obviously just the content level was on the low side but like, regardless, he was always there's always a level of seriousness almost. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. It wasn't like, oh yeah, this is all dope shit. It's like, nah, man, the shit was fucked up. The shit was like just awful. It fucked me up. It it fucked up everyone I knew. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I mean, since we're on the topic of artists, we're gonna have to talk about the man eventually, and that is Robert Kelly. Oh man, dude, I, I, I wanted to watch the Colbert interview that Gail King did. It was a it was an interesting interview, and I thought for the most part it was conducted well enough. I mean, Gail, in my opinion, is a good, she's a good interviewer, and she kept her composure, and she kept her cool, and she did her best to call Kelly out on his shit. Yeah, I think Gail King was definitely a good choice for this. But in the grander scheme of things, the R. Kelly situation does divide people a lot. The Michael Jackson situation does divide people a lot, right? Michael Jackson situation didn't. The Michael Jackson up until only recently felt like it was really dividing people. Well, there's there's always people. I guess there's always been people who've cited the reported, you know, rumors and the possible abuse of children and other people in this in the in this situation with him. But it never it never really went anywhere until recently, right? Now, now we're seeing Jackson's music get pulled off radio stations in Canada and Australia and New Zealand. People are taking, like, action towards it. Yeah, here's one thing I want to say, though, okay? I, like, outside of the truth, just momentarily, I find something really gross about this whole Michael Jackson thing, given that the man isn't allowed to defend himself. Yeah, and that's, that becomes a problem. I mean, if, if it's a lot easier to, to say that someone wronged you now that they, like, literally can't defend themselves. I mean... And who's that, who's that burden going to fall upon? His children? I don't think they want to deal with that. I think it would be unfair if we did that to them. Yeah, no, because then that, goes against, that goes against, like, every... Just basic human decency. Yeah, no, that would be ridiculous if, like, suddenly the burden falls onto his children. Like, no, we, we're... Yeah, we, I would pray that in society we move beyond just blind punishment like that. But, like, yeah, it's just... I, I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me to to, you know, level accusations, especially of the, like, I've only 
read bits, like kind of like transcripts of of what some of the accusations are, they are heinous. They're like like high high level accusations. Yeah, no, that's yeah. And and that's... Like, I'm just I'm not gonna say them just because like I don't know trigger warnings and all this. I, I feel like this Michael Jackson situation is a bit different because. You, okay, I get that. I'm not okay. I'm not if whatever he did is true. I'm not trying to defend him, but why would you pull his music off of radio stations if his music had nothing to do with whatever he did? Well, there lies. I the guess you, you you indirectly support him. You're not supporting him. He's dead. Well, you're no, supporting. You're supporting state. You're supporting the institution of oh, Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson that that existed. And was allowed to do all these heinous things. All right, but this is this. I think this is not an, an artist and the art. I think this is the artist and the person. Because Michael Jackson, the artist, and Michael Jackson, the art. Did they really do anything? Did they, I, I like. I don't feel they did any of those things. Michael Jackson, the person, did. Because Michael Jackson, the artist, just made all these other songs. When I like, considered the the like the king of pop or whatever, and I like, considered a, a a goat in his field. But Michael Jackson, the person who, you know, fucked up because of many reasons, did all these horrible shit. So, like, supporting uh, yeah. supporting his art is supporting Michael Jackson's, like, artistic vision. Yeah, but... but you're, not, you're not supporting his... I, I just like to interject, at least, and say that... it it See, now you're you're kind of blurring that line, right? Because... You could try to separate the art and the artist and the person and all of that but then it just becomes like almost a blanket for other artists who've committed you know either similar or not even like some of those things that michael jackson's been accused of are just horrible but like even like lower level things you might you might kind of be giving them a pass right i feel the art shouldn't be judged if whatever the artist did has nothing to do with the art that's like if, you have a, if, you have, if you have a painter that like draws you know sort of have, like, you know, suspicious pictures and, like, they always include kids or whatever, and then it turns out that he's, he's, a, he's a child abuser. Yes. That would make the art fucked up. Okay. But if, if, he can, like, if he's a person who, like, just created a new, a new style of uh, painting or, like, if he just, you know, he, he, he created an innovation in, uh, in, uh, in his field or whatever, and whatever, like, horrible shit he did has nothing to do with it, you shouldn't be taking back whatever, like, the, the achievements and the art he did. That's true, but here's okay. This is this is going to be an element of this conversation that's going to be slightly abstract. So bear with me, Andy Shoya, and tell me if it is kind of ridiculous what I'm saying. But tell me, if, I mean, I think it's somewhat fair to say that, especially with things like artistic endeavors and the like, a large element of them is motivated by your life and what you do in that life. No, that's so, no, that's fair. I and that's, yeah, I, I agree with that. But, but so, like, so many, life is white, so like not everything can affect. Point. But if you, but if you, like, so if you're a magnificent, amazing, romantic love songs, okay, and then we we find out that you have a penchant for having sex with underage girls, it's like, whoa, have we been, like, the thing I love so much is motivated by something so heinous and disgusting. And yes, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, you, you realize that the art, like, what, what's behind the art or the creation of the art 
was you know some fucked up shit. Yeah, but Libya and command. But like that's one of those points where they relate to each other. But like just to go back to that, recently it came out that R. Kelly's former lawyer said that he had to tell him to rewrite Ignition, and everyone knows Ignition. Like that's a song that blew the fuck up at its time when it was out, and it's still super popular. Ooh, Robert. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when it when it came to the song Ignition, right? I have played that song. I have sung along to that song a thousand times. After I heard that R. Kelly was basically forced to rewrite it because it would have convicted him for a lot of the things he was accused of at the time, it makes me question, like, the art. Because the intent behind that art now becomes a lot more malicious. Because if he was so willing to talk about this on a, on a song, right... And he, he was already, at the time, he was already a big-ish artist. It wasn't like he was some nobody, right? If he was willing to talk about some of those things, it means that he either had such a laissez-faire, he did not care at all, or he knew that he had some sort of immunity to everything because of who he was. And that becomes the part where I, I feel like we should severely sever like an artist's ability to be able to reach people in that regard. Because he it, it wasn't just like, Oh, in his private life, he was a pretty fucked up person. Like, Michael Jackson could have been. And the art had nothing to do with it. But obviously, that line was a lot less defined with Kelly. In situations like those, you, you like, it's, it's naive to separate the artist and the art, considering that, you know, in this case, the artist's personal life, or like the artist's personal, you know, experiences heavily influenced the art. And, like, the art's outcome or the art's message is, you know, supported, like, create, like, you know, created through his horrible intentions. But, like, you know, even if you take something positive out of the art, you can't just ignore what, what its original purpose was. That's true. And I personally, look, I, I'm not, if you like R. Kelly, that's your, like, that's your thing, man. Like, I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, you could be a little stupid, in my opinion. But if you like R. Kelly... And you want to defend the man and these actions. And, and I'm not saying you're defending the actions like he's accused of. I'm just saying you, want to, you, you believe in Kelly. You believe he wouldn't do these things. That's fine. If you Innocent until proven guilty, right? But I honestly cannot understand how people with what has been said and what is being said currently could ever defend the guy i just it's so strange to me and people want to uh, i've heard people say that all oh, this a lot of this was in the past and kelly's a changed man and he doesn't do this anymore but like he 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 very clearly rides that line right i mean i don't know much about the situation with him and the two girls who live with him right there's supposedly he 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 has a, a 19 year old and a 21 year old living with him who uh who are on all accounts, they say that, the, you know, this is their choice and they can do what they want. I mean, they're adults, so they, obviously if they want to do this, they can. But it almost feels weirdly like he's grooming these, and they're not children, but they're super young people, right? Who probably have been R. Kelly fans for a while, right? It just It's a lot easier to take advantage of somebody if they love you. Exactly. I mean, I wish this, like... For them to defend them, to defend our kid, I wish it was like a new occurrence with that. Like, there's no way he'd do this. 
this has been going on and I've talked about it for a long time now. I remember when I was younger hearing about it. I remember the fucking, uh, R- 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 like, there's for, forever to be talking about R. Kelly pissing on a 14-year-old in a video. Yeah, and apparently... And like, you know, that didn't, like, make it look suspicious at all? No, I mean, the rumors have always been there, but just like Michael Jackson, the rumors have always been there. It just, it kind of fell on the people to either believe or not believe that because there was no concrete evidence available to the public. But, but the rumors kept popping up over and over again, and yeah, different and, and look, different ones. Like at this uh, at this point, with notoriety, you should, please, you should at least be like something isn't right here, right? No, like, and if, with notoriety comes that certain level of openness that like you are super vulnerable in your position because you're you're this big super megastar. So people obviously will will make up shit, right? Obviously. But it wouldn't be this, you know, put all points in one direction. Yeah, it wouldn't all it wouldn't all lead down the same road, right? Like if if one time I heard that R. Kelly pissed on a fourteen year old, and then another time I heard that he had sex with a a, a literal baby, and then he <laughs> <laughs> and then he raped a dog, then maybe I could be like, you know what? Maybe one of these isn't true. Maybe all of them aren't true. Maybe someone is going after R. Kelly because something happened or he, they don't like the music or they feel personally offended by the guy. Sure. But when it's multiple accusations from multiple different people who are all underaged and some who are like going as far back as the 80s and the 90s and still to this day, I mean, the lawyers prosecuting in the R. Kelly case, they say that they have physical evidence, a tape, where R. Kelly, and sorry, two tapes, where R. Kelly and a girl who multiple times on the tape claims that she is 14, and Kelly claims that she is 14. I mean, there's no way that it's ever going out to the public because that's just, that would be horrible. But like, if, if this is going to be taken into court and this is seen as evidence, then I have zero reason not to believe it. Right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking crazy here. So if, if, if in a legal sense, in the U.S. Ju- judicial system, if in a legal sense this can be construed as evidence, then I will take it as exactly that, evidence. Because it's, not, it's a lot harder to disprove a human being on a tape. And I'm not talking like a CD or a USB. I'm talking a physical tape, tape. Yeah. This isn't some plastering an artist's face on a different body kind of thing. It's just, I, mean, I just, I, I think at that point, yes, you should separate the art from, you should not separate the art from the artist, and you should get rid of fucking R. Kelly, because he's obviously a blight on not just the music industry, but on, like, every single person, like, who wants to support the guy, you're just supporting someone who's done a horrendous thing, and I'm not saying that, and it's, it's different for me when it comes to a situation like Kelly's, and like we said, a hip-hop artist who talked about <laughs> gangbanging and illegal activities. It's a little bit different because those are kind of products of your environment situation. Whereas in R. Kelly used his power and used his status in a just a horrendous, monstrous way. Okay, but R. Kelly has also gone on the record and discussed his traumatic-ass childhood. So did his brother, but his brother didn't do it. But at some point, I mean, you have to, and I'm not saying you should move past it because we all have, we all suffer from trauma. One way or another, you are going to experience a traumatic event in your life. That's a given. But most people wouldn't take that traumatic event and use it to justify doing bad unto others. 
Oh, of course. I mean, I'm not defending the guy by any stretch. I'm just mentioning this uh, stuff. Like you, you, we talk about the the institutional factors at play with with you know hip hop artists and gang violence and all and drug dealing and any other various illegal activities. But I mean, you could make a relatively similar argument for Kelly. You know, he he was a kid who was taken advantage of, and so. I mean, yeah, you, 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 you could say that his like his affliction for younger kids comes from the fact that he was abused as a kid. Like the, the fact that he's holding on to kids so much because he didn't live, you know, a true childhood, and he's just he's still stuck like in that period. Maybe that because of the, the way he grew up, he he thinks like for him that's the only way that he can get off somehow. Well, I mean, when you think, when you think about parallels, the parallels between him and Mike would somewhat make sense. I mean. You guys, there's like a recently people a video came out. I don't know, maybe it's already been out, but people recently rediscovered it of Michael Jackson when they had like a bunch of his friends and like a bunch of other people that he knows and stuff basically pretend, uh, uh, what's it called? He like had them pretend like it was a normal grocery store just so he could have that experience and just yeah, grocery yeah. shopping like a normal person. But the Michael Jackson situation, it's it's so nuanced, right? And, and with the abuse that came from Joe Jackson and the, the literal lifetime, I mean, Michael, since he was a child, was put in this scenario, right? His case is super unique. But when you have someone, and if you don't know, Joe Jackson, the father of Michael and the Jackson Five, right? He was a horrible man. By all accounts, he was. And he abused and he tormented these children and he, and he forced them into this career. I don't think anyone could look at that man and defend him in any, any sensible way. There's a difference, I think, when it comes to Michael Jackson just wanting to be a normal person in that scenario. In only that scenario. Because I don't want to talk about the other things because I don't know about the other things, right? In that scenario where I could see, like, it's, 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 it's relatively harmless, right? You close a grocery store for one day so that he, the man can feel like a normal person. Sure. Enough people go through childhood trauma and even abuse from a lot of the time it's family members who don't grow up to then do that to their own children or do that to any random children. I think the big problem, it just comes from Kelly's repeated actions and the fact that if he was really suffering from a problem, that he should have at some point done the responsible thing and sought treatment for that problem. Especially, especially since he, he for a while now has had the means to treat that. Okay, but let me just play devil's advocate for you momentarily here. In that we know, we've seen it time and time again how ridiculous success at an extremely young age stunts the person's growth. And so, R. Kelly, as a person who was not <laughs> mentally, when he, he, he was completely ill, and yet at, like, the top of the world, basically. I mean, I Believe I Could Fly was, that song was just... It did well. But Kelly wasn't a child star. His popularity came, I think, when he was at the end of his 20s, early 30s. With the spotlight on him, we saw situations like the Aaliyah situation. Where that, it really felt like he was grooming her. And if you don't know about the Aaliyah situation, a quick rundown. Aaliyah was, I think, 15 when they met. 
somewhere in that range, maybe 15, 16. And he, he offered to let her live with him, and then he married her, and just it was a whole situation. And nothing happened back then. And it really felt like because of R. Kelly's status that nothing happened. Yes, Kelly could have been just another like statistic of people who... And I, just to play again, just like you did, just devil's advocate here. He could have had a traumatic childhood experience, and now he does. But I, just to go back to my point, was he got extremely popular when he was a full-grown adult. He could have had a course correction at some point. Here's the thing. I believe that even if you put an excuse for the reason of a person's, like, fucked-up behavior, or like, you know, for R. Kelly, even if you put an excuse for it, a, a, justifies, a justified excuse, he still did it. He still did it. Still and he still... It. He still hurt people with it. Even if, like, it was because of his parents or whatever, you can't just forgive him because of it. This person still, like, knowingly did it because of his personal intentions. The the reason for his personal intentions may be that he had a fucked up childhood or whatever, but that does not change the fact that he did all these things. He hurt all these people. He he fucked up other people's childhoods. An actual thing that he did, like, it, it, it does not actually excuse him of the blame for it or the fault. Exactly, because at some point you have you become an adult and you take responsibility for your life. Let's do real quick final thoughts here. Uh, fuck R. Kelly, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if that's a final thought, <laughs> go for it. Fuck R. Kelly is Libby's final thought. I think it's it's pretty difficult to uh, to try and separate art from the artist and like who that person is and how they conduct themselves because no matter what they're putting out there you will always kind of have to question like to what extent was this horrible shit a motivator and a, almost like a point of inspiration for whatever you created and it makes you feel weird to be enjoying something that is potentially the product of something that you so categorically feel against be and it doesn't have to be something as as damning as like what r kelly has done it could be you know like they're uh, they have like seven duis and like they're a really shitty person you know they're just like a really bad person but it's like well they also make fucking fire music or they're just like an amazing photographer or something it's like well at what at what point do you draw a line and you're like i just can't i can't accept this music or i can't accept this art just by virtue of i can't be supporting a person who is like this so i i think just every person has their own thresholds and it's, it's just too difficult and too nuanced a problem to make any sort of sweeping conclusions about. Agreed. I mean, it's the whole, the whole topic is super nuanced. And like we said earlier, we're not here to, we're not here to speak in fact, we're just giving our opinions, right? I just wanted to say, try and let your biases fade for a second, right? Because there's artists that I support that I know have done some pretty horrible shit. But I only allow myself to do that because I have some sort of bias towards either I like the music too much or I like the, you know, the person's whatever work of art they've done. I like it a lot. Appreciate you supporting my photography. You don't have to, you don't have to you know, hide my name. <laughs> and so I think it will be, it's extremely difficult to just cut off uh, a creator because of what they've done, especially if you have some sort of link to that creator either you like them or they've been around for a while and they've been like a support system to you because that can happen art music can be a support system art can be a support system whatever just 
I think you should allow yourself to, th- to at least look at the facts, look at everything as a whole, and be able to judge for yourself. Yes or no, did this person do something that I personally see as unfit and I should stop in my support in an attempt to not even just do you know do horrible onto the artist but just to let my voice be heard that i will not allow something like this to keep happening you know i won't let my money go towards it well and you have some fucking principles you know like goddamn i mean what what happened to having some principles like what this person is a bad person i cannot in in good conscience support what this person does regardless of the fact that they're an artist they could be an entrepreneur they could be an inventor whatever people boycotted apple for a long time because steve jobs was a huge dick mm-hmm. i mean like, for some people the fact that an artist did some fucked up shit and influenced his art makes the art better no that's fair and that's that's, fair if that's, that's, a common, that's a common belief in art versus you know say like invention or business acumen you know for an actual final thought i'm just gonna say that uh, like the fuck R. Kelly is your final thought? That was, a, that was half a final thought, and I was like, a, a, that was a, a final glimpse of my thought. You just wanted the last word, didn't you, bitch? What? Uh, uh? Uh, uh, I'm just going to say that, you know, I, I don't think you should separate the art from the artist. As, like, I think an, art is part of the con- uh, an artist is a part of the content of the art, and that the, the artist's background and whatever he went through, like, whatever he went through in his life, creates, you know, more content in the art, like giving, giving it a proper background and, you know, allowing you to take it in in a, in a different perspective. And seeing art in multiple different perspectives, in my opinion, is the, like, is the most important part about it. Like, not, it's not being one-dimensional. And, and having, like, an artist's background included in the art gives it, like, another dimension that you can look at it through. Yeah, all right. Because I think, I think what you said, Libya, was just, fucking perfect because it is actually really right to say that it's just you don't have to enjoy all music and all different forms of creative outlet in the same way and in some ways art from a truly fucked up terrible person is still art with a great deal of merit to it because it gives you perspective and insight to the existence of a person like that and I, I definitely think I don't want people to listen to this and walk away from this conversation thinking that bad people don't make art that's worth anything. I think if it's quality and it serves the purpose that it intends to in some way, then it has merit regardless of who the person who made it is. I just think it, you should be cautious of the art that you outright support and are an advocate for versus appreciating and using it as a way to think more deeply about things that you might not necessarily. And on that note, I think we're going to wrap up this episode of the Cozy Cassette. Go follow us on Instagram, please. We really need to do it. Go follow at Kamal Magd and uh, at the Cozy King Sufi. Um, and hopefully we'll see you next week if I don't get too lazy. Bye. Don't follow me, though. Yeah, don't follow him. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs>